Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. This is the podcast for the juggalos and juggalettes. We <laughs> hope you like this show. Woo woo! How do magnets me. work? <laughs> oh boy. I, I watched uh, more more superhuman videos this week than I ever have before. Good stuff. Good stuff. Joining me this week, each and every week, we have Sir Koosh Moose and Sir Big L. Hello, gentle folk. Hello. This superhuman TV show. <laughs> woo woo. Fuck this shit. Sorry, yeah, guy. apparently he didn't used to say that. Oh, come oh, on. Is that, your guy? Uh, his, is that your guy from last week? He has to say that. Well, his early stuff, he didn't. And apparently his, his mom and dad helped him film this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. What if they had like a meeting? And like his parents, <laughs> <laughs> what if his parents had like a constructive meeting? They're like, you know, son, we think you need to cuss more. <laughs> We're really bringing the viewers. Superman is an entrepreneur. Okay. The highest kind. Okay. So when's he's he going to space? Self-made man. All right. His videos make get millions of views, and he sells T-shirts. That alone, I'm sure he gets tons of money. That is superhuman. And I think he was and booked chicks. for one independent wrestling match because no one else really wanted to take him. But <laughs> I sadly follow well, you all this stuff. The, he's uh, very well known in the the Juggalo family, so. He's got that going for him. Yes, because anyway, posse is very relevant and hip. You know, so I'm I'm being very risky here. I'm I'm binging superhuman and juggalo without safe search. Superhuman with two. Are you going to share your screen? Superhuman? No, no, I'm not. You need to share your. Whoa! Don't don't share that again. Oh, oh my. Yeah. Obviously, oh my. <laughs> one of his influences is the Jackass show from way back when. Uh, we're getting a new one of those, by the way. Super stoked for that. Not not sarcastic. I, I will be there in the theaters to see <laughs> I, that movie. I have no doubt that you're not being sarcastic about that. I <laughs> don't know how you could like that, but not like pro wrestling. I mean... Because this is real. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> sure it is. That's like saying oh, UFC boy. is real. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> well, I'm glad that that came up in my uh, my searches this week because uh, I was going to talk about Space Jam, and I doubt any of you ever watched the new one. So maybe next week. Anyways, let's jump right into the beans and go with the topic of the week. This week, we have a question from L. He asked, how much of a, quote, non-baby game uh, do you need to play before you decide if you want to keep going with it? And does the list, easy, hard, grindy, play a part at all? And so, uh, as we are now doing, we posted this to our Patreon, and we have some patron comments. So, uh, let's discuss this and mix a little bit of them uh, in here. We'll start with uh, Skeptical Mario. He said to that question, I try not to start games unless I plan to finish them, but sometimes it takes a long time before I play the game enough continuously for it to grow on me. If contests and whatnot pull me away from it, I can lose interest quickly. And I can relate to that. Um, I don't do as many contests anymore. Um, I do the the TA ones, but not as much of the, uh, the other stuff, but absolutely 100%. Those, when they happen, 
they typically come first and I'll get a little bit of time in with uh, particularly new games because I, I like to start more games than I finish. Uh, uh, if it's not getting me and it, it if when you actually want to put a number to it, it's really hard to do it. There's a lot of factors behind it. What is the genre interest me? Does the story interest me? Does the gameplay mechanics interest me? Like it could be an hour. It could be 30 minutes. Um, so it, it, it's really hard, but when contests roll around, I absolutely get pulled away, uh, more quickly than, uh, than normal. So I, I hundred percent agree with uh skeptical there. What about you, uh, Kush? Oh, How much time do you put in the games? Oh, it's a very complicated formula. Um, <laughs> basically, before I sit down uh, and play any game, I make sure to get my scratch pad out and my calculator. Mm-hmm, and I sit mm-hmm. there and I weigh things. And Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if, if you have been paying any attention to me <laughs> over the past years, you know that I have no consistency at all. The only consistency is that I'm not consistent. That you're inconsistent. Um, yep. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I will just do whatever. Uh, <laughs> like some games that I really enjoy, I will play and then never play again because I want to save them. But then uh, <laughs> I play a game like Max Payne 3, which I have never touched, but I like the series. Uh, I pick that up and we've got uh, a server closure and all of a sudden I can't stop playing that game. And it's not fun like that grind is not what you would <laughs> the, the grind is not what you would recommend to like your best friend be like hey you, you know how you should spend this weekend in a really not fun way at all you should sit in front of your <laughs> computer and just mindlessly play this level over and over and over again three minutes at a time and just keep doing that all day like do that that'll be fun um but for some reason i can't stop doing that uh probably because i want to beat matism so um, yeah, so there is no way I can predict uh, how that's going to go. Uh, and then, yeah, contests, sometimes they'll draw me away or sometimes contests will actually draw me to a game. Uh, but there is no consistency whatsoever. However, when I do find a game I like, I will, you know, just throw everything to the wind and just finish that thing that I'm on. Uh, and it doesn't happen too often, but, uh, there are a couple games maybe coming up recently and, that we'll talk about in the next week or two, um, maybe even today, that uh, really get me, and I just I can't put them down. So now, Christopher Hatton, also known to most people as Hatton ninety, says, "If you asked me around six months ago whether the list played a part, I would have said absolutely. It's the number one thing I look at before purchasing or starting. However, the influx of baby games, where I was not enjoying any of them, but just getting score ground me down, and I now play whatever game I feel like." A 360 game that I've never played that has 20 unobtainables, I'll start that if it's a game I want to play. Having not been around 360 until 2017, there's a lit, excuse me, there is a lot of great games that I have missed out on. I have decided to just play what I want. That being said, if it doesn't catch me in the first hour, it will get put into the backlog until it's needed for a competition or something. That's the spirit. Unobtainables be damned. You don't need them. It's probably a sports game, so. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you you got me there. Uh, yeah, as soon uh, as you buy it, the server's down. But I mean, I I think that that's a I think that's a good method to follow. I do not think that unobtainable should stop anybody from playing a good game. I really, really don't. And if it does, 
uh, ho- hopefully you'll enjoy it on, a, I guess, an alt tag if it really means that much to you. How but dare you tell people how to play, Corey? I'm not. I'm just saying I don't think they should. I think it's a good good way they to don't keep want to have fun. Bad they game. want achievements. God. If achievements is your deal, then get achievements. But if I mean, the only time it really comes into play is if you're a completionist, which you know, according to my phone, it's not a real word. So <laughs> <laughs> just throwing that so out. It's there. not Some, a real thing, then. Yeah. Sometimes you can be a completionist, or you know you're not going to get 100 percent in every game, but knowing that you can't just is annoying. Like if you were on the fence on it, then you're just like, eh, not going to bother with this one. Completionist. <laughs> Thanks. M- maybe if correct. the unobtainable comes after you've started and you didn't plan on it, but I mean, if you see a a five star game and it has a discontinued on it. It's like, okay, the online's dead, but you can still enjoy the game. And then you know it's a good game. You know you'd like it. And that's the only reason. I don't think that's a great reason, but, you know, I just think you're missing out. You're selling yourself short. I don't disagree. Uh, who I don't agree with is Philip Wendell. Who says, I typically will only start games I intend to finish, and achievement lists plays into it. I tend to avoid games with speedrun, timed, or multiplayer heavy achievements. In parentheses, I know L is shaking his head here. Close parentheses, indeed I am. That said, if the game doesn't grab me once I've started, I'm prone to put it down for later, in quotes. Alright, well, as far as not playing a game because it has multiplayer achievements... Shame on you, sir. Now, I know a lot of people don't enjoy boosting sessions and, you know, talking with people. But I've said before, and I'll say a million times, that I've met so many people, thanks to multiplayer achievements, on TA sessions, or even before TA, Xbox 360A forum boosting sessions, many of whom um, I have met in real life, I actually just went uh, to Pittsburgh over the weekend and met an Xbox friend who I met 10 years ago in a Gears of War boosting session, and he had me sleep in his house. So yeah, Xbox friends are real friends, and achievements, uh, for better or worse, have uh, cultivated this friendships and, and I'm sure relationships as well. So as far as that goes... Um, I think I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, but, um, (laughs) I went off on a tangent, but, uh, you know, avoiding games with certain lists. Okay. Um, but as far as if game not grabbing you, yeah, I get it. We have so many games and if a game doesn't grab you right away, I could see why you, you could just put it down, uh, wait for a contest. Like we've discussed. I of course do that all the time with RTDL. Uh, gets me to play my games, but a lot of times I'll just put it down when I get the achievement I need and go on to the next thing, uh, which is what we've been also doing with bean diving this month. It's all just what you want to do, right? I actually had this problem well before Xbox, so this is not even an achievement thing. I had uh, so many JRPGs on the PlayStation 1 that I would start and then just either get sick of or see a new shiny and go on to the next one and start another one, even if I didn't finish the first one. 
and I don't know if that's just an attention issue, a focus issue, or just the good problem of having too many good games to play. I think we're all a little ADHD. Just to throw that out there. Absolutely. I definitely am. Um, all if you want to talk, <laughs> if you want to talk about like a, like a strict, how much do you play uh, fighter X 93 chip? As you may know him, uh, he said he typically it depends on the list. Uh, if he even starts the game, uh, he has a ton of unobtainables, but that's besides the point. Again, don't let that stray you away from a, a, a good game that you think that you would like. Personal opinion, whatever. Uh, but he said uh, he really wants the chance at completing it, which is why he does that. Uh, if the game is fun, he'd probably play it nonstop until the completion. Unless it's super grindy, then he would lose interest and move on to another title. Usually he'll play for an hour or more uh, to decide if he wants to continue the game. Um, but it has to pull him in at that point or be an easy completion for him to continue playing it. Personally, some of these quote-unquote easy games... Uh, I don't even give him an hour if if I haven't even got the completion by like minute forty three, uh, I will I will put it down and uh, I will not come back to it until a contest tells me to. Uh, case in point, Gutwell. I think I spent forty three minutes in Gutwell. Two achievements left. I don't have any interest in playing it anymore. Oh come um, on, you got it. <laughs> but if 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 a contest enticed me to, I have it there for it. But. I'm not going to waste another 20 minutes of my life when uh, it's just gut well. Nobody wants to play more gut well. well. What if the sequel is about to come out? Well, then I have to yeah. for the lore. Yeah. But <laughs> I'll do that when the time comes. All right. Well, you guys are both uh, people who have claimed to not be completionists, but you guys do have, you know, over 300 completions each, well over almost 400. So that itch has got to be there a little bit. It can't just be all easy games. There's got to be sometimes where you want to complete a game. I think I completed like 80 games in May <laughs> for the contest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I jumped up a lot with baby games. And I'm, as a result, I'm kind of burned out on those baby games and kind of just don't want to play them. Unless, just a little bit. Unless it's one of those rare ones that is fun and short and an easy 1K or whatever. Uh, every now and then, I kind of get itch to try one of those, but you know, I get uh, lately I've just been doing big grinds, and I do intend to complete those games if possible, the big ones. In in a sense, these quote unquote baby games, I think like when we first got a hint of the rat, we were like we were all over those early ones. I, at least I was. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, oh man, thousand gamers were here, thousand gamers were here every week. Uh, but I think it's so saturated now that it actually makes it easy to uh, skip out on them because uh, they're not—they're usually not anything special. Um, you get a couple in that you kind of, you know, that is le- a legitimate fun hour. Like uh, I'm trying to go through the list here: Gravity Duck. I remember that not being terrible. Um, zero 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 zero. But like those are very few and far between. It seems. The quality of these games are just like way down. Um, yeah, so. I'm hoping that at some point uh, this whole bubble bursts and people just stop supporting this, and we we you know get back to games that are a little bit more uh, fun and a little less marketed towards us or <laughs> leeching off of us. 
death dealers she replied she had a nice concise statement she said if i start it i have every intention of completing it and i believe her and back down stop don't threaten me um i have every intention of completing it at some point most of the time many 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 years down the road um yeah i agree with that uh at least the many 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 years because maybe i'll finish it who knows or whenever your access is being taken away, you yes. have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I do tend to get really excited about a game. All right. Our last patron comment that we have is from Ahizo. He said, usually an hour or two tops will tell me if I want to stick with it. The list doesn't usually play a role, but obviously being completable is a bonus. If I'm on the fence about the game, even after playing it, I haven't unlocked anything. Whether or not I feel I can personally complete it can easily push me one way or the other on whether to continue. Uh, I can agree with that. That's a good sentiment. Uh, like I said earlier, yeah, if it's something you're on the fence about but you know it'd be completable, yeah, you can check it out. What in recent memory can you think of a game that you've started that you have no intention of completing that you don't think is completable? Uh, oh, like Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's let's forget about ones that we had to do or oh. mistakenly did for the podcast. Let's um, just say on your personal thing. Recently, I don't know, but I always use an example, uh, Guitar Hero and Rock Band games, where I know I'm not going to be able to complete them, but I will play them because they are good and good fun. I have one. Party Panic. While not like... Yeah, it's a party game. Uh, you have to play an online game, and this is it was Elroy's last achievement in the game. I booted it up. I could have did it on alt account, but I just went and put it on mine. It was easy, and uh, I have no intention of going back to it. I I don't think it's super duper long, not super duper hard, but it's uh that's a game I will probably never look into again. Mm. Think one L? Oh, 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 and uh, you convinced me to uh, just start trolling. I, yeah, I'm not playing that. <laughs> <laughs> got him. I got him. <laughs> I do need to go back to that. Yeah, there might be something like How to Survive uh, Storm Warning Edition, where if we can get our buddy Inigo to help for a couple things, that's great, but that's not going to be completed. Well, yeah, I just had a thought. Yeah. yeah. I just had a thought. What if there was a toggle on the Xbox dashboard somewhere and you could say disable achievements and so you could start any game you wanted to and basically decide whether or not you want to unlock achievements in it? Would you use that? I mean, they're kind of mm. used that now if you just want to use like an alt account, but... Um... Yeah, you mean like a like a nuke button where like you you're saving achievements, but you have half an hour to nuke them and they never happened, like that sort of thing. Well, almost <laughs> like you can you can you know how like if you some of these games that are like Windows games as well, play anywhere they have like the permissions pop up. Mm. If you click no, you will not unlock achievements. You could play. I don't know if you could save, but you will not unlock achievements, and uh, you have to go in and like reset that and click yes if you want that to uh, to work. And I was just thinking, like, if they had that for everything, where you could tell it beforehand, do you want to unlock achievements in this? Like, it's a very small audience they'd be catering to, but how many people would choose to do that? Would they boot up a Battle Royale, play a couple matches before saying, yeah, I want to continue this, you know? I I, Personally, I would not use that. 
but I, I'm trying to think like the people who, <laughs> who would use an alt tag to play for fun is, uh, I don't know. I'm of, I'm of two minds. Mm. I think that I don't have enough play time as it is, so I'm not going to be playing on That's a second account to, uh, maintain the tag you know part of what achievements are is is uh, a history of what you played for better or worse so i don't think i would do that it's your gaming resume yeah i mean there are those people that want 100 percent completion on everything and they're gonna definitely not play games day one just in case there's something glitched or this and that but i would say the majority don't do that well, to answer my own question, I was just looking <laughs> through, through stuff I've started recently, and a game that I started that I really have no intention of, well, possibly no intention of completing, uh, was Grounded. Mm. You know, it's just not, you know, survival's not really my thing, but there was a, there was a reward tied to it. <laughs> so game I did pass. a Game Pass quest. I did yeah, a game you got pass like 10 quest. cents? I did. And I went through. I got the ten cents. Oh, <laughs> and and now I'm done playing the game. That so. reminded me of something else. Do you remember the Xbox Live Arcade on the 360? If you played a demo, and mm-hmm. oh yeah, if you would have gotten an achievement, it'll say buy this game now, and this achievement mm-hmm. will unlock, mm-hmm. and you can get this five gamer score. <laughs> yeah, it definitely worked. For, oh, absolutely! For, for sixteen hundred Microsoft points. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I, I remember feeling the pressure, like, oh mm-hmm. crap, if I don't buy this right now. Because there would I always be it again. There would always. What be, if that happened in every game? There would, the first yeah. achievement popped up and said, "All right, do you wish to continue getting achievements?" Maybe. There you go. Maybe there, there, nice. There's my toggle. Yeah, I, I maybe I'd probably use it maybe once. There you go. That's free Xbox. You can take that. All right. So yeah. So. Just, I don't know if I ever answered the initial question. Uh, there's no specific time that I have. An hour is a good, it, depending on the game, is a good kind of uh, get your toes wet in the game. The list has no bearing on if I start it or not. So just throw that out there. Uh, never, ever? Never, ever. I don't care. Never, oh. ever, ever? So with that said, any more? Any other comments on uh, on this discussion, fellas? Nope. Thank you to uh, L for uh, <laughs> <laughs> that excellent question, and thank Faithful you for the, thank you to the patrons who uh, wrote in on the patron account. Please remember when we ask a question to put it there so we can gather them all easily, and we will read yours. Exactly. Thanks again, and we'll be moving on to the game showcase. So this week. Koosh played a uh, interesting game. Uh, why don't you tell us about it, Koosh? Hmm. I did play an interesting game, didn't I? That game you did was from uh, where it was on Game Pass, which you know, shocking no one. I tried immediately as soon as I was able to, and that game is Blood Roots. Now I remember seeing a trailer for this a while back, and I was very excited because it, to me, seemed like the type of game that I just love to just try. You know. Um, just really fast paced, uh, stylish, um, really fluid, uh, just a fun game mechanic wise and gameplay wise. So the way this game works, and it, the, I have good news because it is that it is the thing that I got the impression that it was. Uh, and so as in Bloodroots, you play a, uh, I don't know, kind of a lumberjacky 
formerly bad guy and it seems like your gang turns on you at some point and they murder you. It seems very Quentin Tarantino-ish, <laughs> very Western-ish, and then becomes a revenge story. Uh, you somehow survive and you go back out to uh, take revenge upon the your former gang mates. And, um, oh man, this game is great. I love, I just love this game. It is so stylish. Um, it plays a lot like a Hotline Miami or a, um, uh, what was that, Katana game uh, that I also really liked. Uh, that used to be a Katana Zero? Game. Katana Zero. Forza yes. Street? Oh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> we can talk about Forza Street another week. Because um, I do have things to say about that again. Uh, but Blood, yeah, yeah. So Katana Zero, um, Hotline Miami, that sort of game, Mr. Shifty. Especially at games that have really quick reloads for like when you when you fail, mm-hmm. especially things that are punishing like this, where if you you know one mistake and you're done, it's you know it's like two seconds and boom you're right back in. Um, every weapon that you pick up, everything in the area, everything in the level is potentially a weapon. You see a fence post, grab it. It's a weapon. You see a bucket on a table, grab it. It's a weapon. Then grab the table. It's a weapon. You know, um, there's there's flaming things. There's there's fish that you can grab, and you grab the fish, and you just jam it down over an enemy's head, and he's dead. Uh, you get rapiers that you can uh, dash with. You get axes that you can dash with. You get battle axes. Um, you get all kinds of crazy stuff uh, as you go along. And I'm not even done. I've, I've completed the first area. I believe there are three acts. I've completed the first act. As you... Um, progress through the game you also unlock these hats and the hats give you uh other benefits like uh one of them allows you to do a dash punch so rather than just doing a punch that's right in front of you you'll kind of move forward and and punch at the same time i haven't tried it but i'm pretty sure that's what it does because that's what the description said um now the achievements are not bad um i went through and i did a whole bunch of like i think what are considered to be the difficult achievements things like um getting a perfect score uh, for mobility in an area, uh, let's see what else. Uh, dying at the hands of the last enemy in an area. So like you're doing really well, you got a great run, and all of a sudden you just mess up the last punch, and boom, the guy kills you. Well, that's an achievement. Uh, so you can feel. He totally did that one on purpose. Actually, I did do that one on purpose because I died well <laughs> before him. Um, <laughs> but then late, later on, it actually happened. I would have gotten it then if I hadn't done it. Um, kill every enemy in a level with a different weapon. Oh man, that was fun. Um, like just, you're totally just like thinking creatively. Okay. I'll go here. I'll grab this fish. I'll then grab this carrot and I'll smack the guy. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention is that the last person in an area gets a slow motion kill. So when you Mm -hmm. punch them, you get like a slow motion, like slap to the face or a slow motion carrot to the face or the, the fish (laughs) over that. So all those, all those special unique animation kills that you get have a special, and uh, you know, ending animation for the last person in an area. So this game is just super stylish. Uh, I just love it, um, and it doesn't seem like it it out wears out its welcome. Uh, it seems like it is kind of a relatively short game. And uh, in going with last week's episode, it has an assist menu. <gasps> so it does it. Yes. So I looked at the assist menu to see if it existed. I didn't use it. Uh, it has two options. It has one to be invulnerable. And it has another one to skip a level. But uh, Corey has a guilty face right now. So I wonder if anyone here might know anything 
about those assist menus? Mm. So for the betterment of the podcast. <laughs> yes. You did I research. Could, I researched. <laughs> I researched. Science. I experimented. I can tell you what those do. So uh, just like you said, there's only two. They could be better. But uh, invincible invincibility speaks for itself. You turn it on. You can't die. Um, and just to throw it out there, like uh, I've seen it where people say the assist block a few achievements some of those harder ones uh but for pretty much everything else you could turn it on um one thing you didn't mention is there's a collectible wolf in every level invincible mode works perfect for that when you're following a guide uh, and you just need to go through and you don't want to worry about what you're doing you just want to find the collectible get out um so that's cool but whenever you turn these assists on it blocks the leaderboard that's all that they're trying to do is to not uh, screw up their leaderboards and uh, everything else you can do with assist mode. So invincibility mode, like it's nice. I played s- through somewhat of chapter two. I may even got to the boss uh, legit. And uh, I think whatever that was, that was a couple hours in at that point. That's when to our previous question, <laughs> uh, that's when my, my uh, focus factor, my focus time kind of drawn off as like, okay, this is really fun, but I'm really like digging into the hills trying to get perfect routes. And but you have to be pretty much perfect because you one hit, you're dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so turning on invincibility mode is actually kind of nice because you can experiment uh, with different things. And and you know, if you get the occasional hit, it's like, oh, okay, I'm still going. This is cool. Uh, where before you'd have to go through and do the whole area again, which some are long and some are short. Uh, I particularly got frustrated, like the first boss. Um, I feel like I was going for like two minutes straight. I get hit and I got to go all the way back and do it again. So eventability mode can help with that. And it still unlocks achievements. Now the other assist, the clear area assist is bonkers. I don't know if I agree with it existing, but you, as soon as you go into an area, like Kush said, uh, everybody gets a slow motion kill at the very end. So you usually have a small transition and then you go into the next area. Uh, words will pop up saying to eradicate the enemies or something. So that's when you know this like time starts. You press the assist to clear the area. Everybody dies. You get the max combo and you just everybody falls to the ground. And you could do this throughout every level and never actually kill an enemy and get through the entire game. And pop some achievements along the way. Uh, so it, it's it's a little crazy. Uh, but it works. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it works on bosses. Uh, I may not even tried. I don't remember. But uh, it does work everywhere else. Um, so, yeah. Something we I didn't... did play with the Sis, mm-hmm. and I beat the game. <laughs> <laughs> something I didn't mention, and something you didn't really mention but sort of talked about was that there are boss fights too. So not only are you going through and the main hub of the game or the main gameplay loop is you are clearing areas of multiple enemies that take one, maybe two hits, things like that. Some of them are ranged. Most of them are melee. Um, You eventually get to the end of that area and act and you fight a boss. Now the bosses are completely different. At least the first boss, which is the only one I've seen. And that one is kind of a moving um, level. You have some enemies that are interspersed throughout the level, but you're basically just rushing as quickly as you can to get to the top of the screen. And there are checkpoints. So once you make it past a certain you know, portion of that, you'll, you'll be able to restart from a checkpoint. Um, basically, 
each phase of the boss. Yeah. It's like you have to hit the boss one time and then you go to the next phase. And um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great change of pace from, from the regular game. And I thought it was really creative uh, with what you were doing for that one boss. And I was hoping that you could tell me that that continues. It does. Um, it continues in that the boss battles are different. Um, but none of the boss battles are the same as other boss battles. So it still mixes it up. The formula, uh, it lives throughout all three acts. Um, so yeah, that's good. Well, yeah, I can't, you know, I can't speak highly enough of this game. I really like it for that quick get in action and get out. Uh, blood roots to me is, you know, I have to recommend it to people. Wow. (laughs) It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, I do too. I do too. A hundred percent. You should definitely try it out. It's got that, that quickness, like Kusha, just like it reminded me of super meat boy. You mess up, start again. No, no lag time between death and, uh, and restart. And another thing that it does really good is there are obviously like preferred paths to take, uh, to get these kills, to keep your combo up. But in actuality, uh, you're not going to be hurting to get a high score. And if you are, you can turn the assist mode on, get the score you need uh, that tie back to these hats that he's talking about for achievements. But otherwise, it doesn't really penalize you from going off route. So you are free to experiment and it's probably going to get you a little bit more fun out of the game. Even with the invincibility mode on, um, I didn't use that clear area cheat the whole time, so don't don't try to get on me for that. Uh, but I did turn invincibility mode on, and I was going around and uh, seeing what weapons uh, I could find. And let me tell you, later on in the game, like some of the weapons are pretty crazy. Um, but uh, one thing you didn't say was like the weapons have durability; you can only use them so many times. Yeah. So uh, there's some strategy into it as well. That's true. Yeah. Some some are good for one use. Some are good for three. Uh, and yeah, and some are just you know, ranged, so you get one use and they're gone. Yeah, yeah, great game so though. Good. This looks like it. a Corey game, just with all the animals that I see in the achievement list. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of animals. There are a lot of animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and this looks like something that I would like because you could also do it under Windows. Windows 10. Mm, yeah, it's Play Anywhere. That's right. Yep. And it's fast. It's, I, well, it took a while to load, actually, on the series. I was, it's I was 4K and HDR, and but, uh, an Optimizer Series X. Yeah, I'll play it on my Surface. I was a little worried. <laughs> exactly. I was a little worried by the, the load times that, that the reload would be bad. But no, it, you're paying for it up front when the game starts. It's I shouldn't say it's terrible, but it, it, I was thinking, oh, it's taking a long time to start. But then the restarts from a death are very fast, so... Yep. Yeah. Once like, once you get into the level, it's fine. Uh, just kind of traversing between that can get you know a little longer than uh, it's just noticeable. I saw it like that. So yeah, I, I'm really glad it came to Game Pass. I can't say that it's one I would have passed up, but I wouldn't have gotten to it immediately for sure. Um, so I I think it's a great 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 Game Pass ad, and uh, it's already got like it's going towards nine thousand started players. So. Uh, that's pretty good for a game like this that kind of came out of nowhere. I don't know anybody who was tracking it, so good stuff. I was, <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. So, so blood roots, right? Blood that was roots. Blood, blood roots. roots. So uh, that gets a, a thumbs oh, up. Quick from question: at least two of us. Mm-hmm. Are you guys 
making a more of a concerted effort to start games as they enter Game Pass as opposed to waiting for them to be announced they'll be leaving? That would be smart, but <laughs> not, that's like not why I'm doing it. Oh, it seems like you've been playing newer games. I've been to- I've been doing that because I like new shiny things. Okay, um, I I it. chase I chase the, the dives the starts. Mm-hmm. Well, you when, when I see them, uh, my my game this week is it's kind of the opposite of that because I, I didn't I know really about it. So, but anyways, I want to hear from you first, L. What did you play this week? Oh, me. Okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I dived right into a. A Radalika special. Uh, of course. Of course, yes. Uh, it is called Reflection of Mine. And it is not a quick completion. But it is a puzzle game and a static puzzle game. So you can use uh, a guide if you're so inclined. Um being a Radalaka game, there's one thing that they give you is that uh, you only need to do three of the four chapters to get all the achievements. Um, it is in the style of, uh, what's that called? I and Me and Lilith M, where you control two different characters, one with the left stick and one with the right stick. And you just have to basically walk to the exit. But let me tell you, this game is hard. Um, There is an easy mode where you get the ability to blow up a few obstacles in your way. And there are checkpoints along the way. So if you get to a checkpoint and you die, you just start right there. Um, So uh, what's that game for? um, that's always on sale? The Forest? Uh, The Forest. Yeah, the... uh, All right, it'll, it'll come to me. Um, is it a Radalaka no, game? No, it's not a Radalaka game. It was on the PC through the... It's got a long title. Anyway, it's one where you could just look at the uh, the guide and it'll say like up, left, right, up, wait for animation, up, left, right. So you can use the written guide, I find, is way more helpful for something like this where with the video you would have to just watch and pause and, and follow. This one, it's kind of like Energy Cycle where you don't have to look at the screen. You could just do what it says. Um, but there's no uh, Xbox guides anywhere on TA, so I had to go to Steam and uh, PlayStation have guides available to them. Um, but as far as the game itself, it's very, very dark and very adult. This is a crazy-ass game. you playing as, like, it has to do with multiple personality disorder and... Just you play as uh, two girls, and in between each level, there's story about. Uh, it's basically about Lily, and she's trying to discover who's real, herself or one of her personalities. And then you, in between, you read le- uh, letters and all kinds of craziness. So it is dark, and the music is dark, and the graphics they're colorful, but. <laughs> They're dark as well. So if you're into that kind of stuff, but the, some of the stuff they talk about, like like they talk about like suicide and sex and just it's just not a game you would have expected 
But one thing about Radalika, they will publish just about anything, so you never know what it's going to be. It could be a kiddie game. It could be a more adultish game. Uh, yeah, so it is, it's a healthy 1200 TA for a Radalika game that you could probably get done if you're using straight guide in probably about an hour, hour and a half. So overall, it's got an $8 price tag. I don't know if I would recommend it for that price. Wait for a sale. But I didn't hate it. Didn't yeah, hate TA it. TA says, all one right, this is one to two hours. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. It might be because, like Elle said, long. there's no good guides on TA. There's nothing. All, but they're fine. All, all there is is just videos. Yeah. People want you to watch their videos. I do. Go ahead. Yeah, like I said, you could find, uh, you could find written guides for it. That's exactly what to do. It looks like it, they're all progression. I should probably yeah. I should probably link one of those in the forum posts so people can read them. Uh, yeah, there's progression, but also you go back into the levels after you beat them all and find keys, and that's the other one. And then from finding the keys, then you uh, it says you're defeating bosses, but you're really not attacking or killing anything. You're just beating the level, and then in turn that kills quote unquote the boss. Gotcha. I'm really trying to figure out what game I was thinking of. But uh, you can talk in the meantime, Corey, about your game. Yeah. That was reflection of I was trying to think mind. of that as well. Um, it, I looked it at a video of it, and it reminded me of this game where you're this girl, and like in, in the sense that you kind of controlled both of them. And one was like a dark side, and one was a light side. Not that you had controlled each with the thumbstick, but... Fearful There's a symmetry. Windows game. Fearful Symmetry and the Cursed Prince, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, Fearful Symmetry. That was it. That was the game yeah, I was thinking that of. That sounds right. Yeah, that's not the one game. I was thinking of, but that one, that, that makes a good uh, relation, too. All right, so this week I decided, in my, uh, my great wisdom about putting whatever I want on my tag, I uh, decided to put on my tag... Just getting the right estimate here. An 80 to 100 hour game. Again, uh, it happens to be one that is leaving Game Pass. We just found out yesterday, which is, or two days ago, was when I started, or whenever. Uh, so, spoiler alert for the upcoming part of the show Undermine is the game I'm talking about. It's a roguelite. And so, uh, I've kind of been getting into these roguelites a little bit, like not super hardcore, but enough to where I started tracking the leaderboard. Uh, maybe I'll make it like a focus next year. It's kind of a focus this year with all the stuff coming out and stuff that I'm playing now. Uh, but anyways, Undermine is a, a roguelite. It's a, a leaving game pass at the end of the month. And I've played six and a half hours, according to TA. That sounds about right. Uh, it's a $20 game. I've already decided I'm going to put a price watcher on it because this is a good game. Um, very highly rated um and in the traditional roguelite since the gameplay loop is that you're this like peasant and you're being sent down into the the caverns the mines to do some investigation and along the way you have to find uh find people who happen to end up being like different shopkeepers so you can buy stuff uh before your next run uh there's a blacksmith as well he helps you do permanent upgrades and uh, as you die you're kind of you take on a new peasant so um the new peasant like get your stuff you have this familiar floating around that helps you collect gold 
he takes some of the gold when you die back up, and that's where you can spend. And so, yeah, that's the gameplay loop. You go down, at least so far, still very early on, uh, you go down a couple floors in the the these ca- caverns, the mines, uh, and there's been a boss battle. Then you go to like the next section. I haven't found, if it exists, I don't know if it does, I haven't found like a way to skip the first section of dungeons yet that I've already beat the boss. Um, I have to assume that at some point I'm able to skip like these lower level dungeons. Uh, Maybe I'm not far enough yet, but uh, otherwise I'm really enjoying the game. Uh, as you you have a mini map as you walk to each section of the dungeon the doors close you have to kill all the enemies before going to the next one and you come across gold you have to find for the shops and then the other big part of the game is these relics the relics uh, which can have good and negative effects curses could give negative effects Uh, the relics can change the gameplay maybe they'll make you shoot lightning from your uh, sword or whatever your your pickaxe and uh, if there's a pool of water, this is really cool. And you have the lightning effect. The, the pool of water becomes electrified for a short while. So that's pretty cool. Uh, but these relics that you find are heavily RNG-based. And they can kind of make or break a run. Uh, so you kind of have to get lucky with the ones that you find. But there are ways to, to, to use them and get around them. Um, and you can trade them in at certain shopkeepers and things like that. But the game looks great. Uh, I don't remember the music to play anywhere title. Uh, and yeah, it's called Undermine and a roguelike. I, I really enjoyed the several hours I've put into it uh, pretty much over yesterday. Hey, Corey. Yep. How many people have completed Undermine? <laughs> 69. Nice. Yeah, I was going to recommend this to Koosh, but uh, of course he's dived it. Uh, he might not remember it, but <laughs> he's dived it. Uh, I think that most of it is probably your typical roguelite. It will probably not be too bad. You just got to put in the time. Uh, you have to unlock all the things in the shops and defeat uh, defeat a lot of enemies. Uh, there's a couple skill-based things where you have to do things without dying. Uh, and then I think the rest is going to be RNG based. So, uh, there's still like a lot left to do in the game. Like I said, the estimates 80 to 100 hours. Uh, but I think I'm going to watch the price on this and pick it up on a sale. This will be a pretty excellent G task fodder. I think, um, you have to get pretty far to, to get to some of that juiciness, but, uh, it's, uh, it's sitting at 4,300 TA. So pretty juicy. Yeah, once it leaves game pass at all. It'll stay that way. I don't don't even think that in the next two weeks it's going to drop. It's had 27,000 starters. It's got 96 achievements. It's a ton of achievements. Um, I actually dove this while I was at the beach when I had bad internet. (laughs) Oh, so so recently. Yes. So this was in June. Um, So (laughs) I wanted to play it more, but I couldn't. And then, of course, shiny things. So you are the cause that's leaving Game Pass. They're thinking they're going to get you at this one, but I don't think you're going to go back to it. So it's another Windows game. I put a price watch on it, so. Yeah, it's it's really good. I saw where some people were saying, like, it was, uh, like, in their Game of the Year discussions last year when it came out. Um, So, like, it's got very good reviews, and uh, I can see why. Over the six six hours I played, it's... It's very good. Uh, people are comparing it to like uh, what's the game uh, Rogue Legacy, 
and uh, the other one, uh, Gauntlet. Oh, Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like they're saying, fans of those games will like something and undermine. Um, I, I don't know those games. Maybe I probably should know Rogue Legacy, uh, but I've never played it. And uh, yeah, I just think it's a really good roguelite. So if that's your jam, check it out. Of course, you only got two more weeks for it to be free. This <laughs> <laughs> come out so. one week. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. One week, but uh, like I said, I think it's worth a it's worth a buy, and I will probably be buying it. So there's that. Speaking of buying stuff, uh, let's check out the sales. That's Selgway. I want to pass it to you for an Elgway. L, what are you buying, or what do you recommend this week? Ah, uh, an Elgway. An Elgway Selgway. So, if you value gamer score over your wallet, you can pick up Crime Opera, the butterfly effect, which you can complete in approximately three minutes. It is a visual novel, and there are no choices to make. You just go on in and hit yes a bunch of times, and it's done. So that's $7 instead of $10. Um, yeah, go for it. It's great. And if you value <laughs> your wallet more than gaming, you can pick up Jack Quest for $2. Now, if you're a fan of the Vayner, you got to play it because it's listed as a Vayner. It's kind of uh, what we would describe as baby's first Vayner. If you use a guide, you can finish that game in about two hours or so. And this other game is called Pillar. It is an $8 game normally. It is $1.59. TA says it is two to three hour puzzle game, and it has a walkthrough on TA. That one I don't know too much about, but it looks pretty cool. Very good, very good. I want to recommend this week Journey of the Broken Circle. This came out in March. If you remember, I had high praise for it. Uh, it's a, it's classified as an adventure game, kind of like a platformer in my mind. Um, but like you're this broken circle, and uh, you're trying to get like it's a left to right style uh, movement uh, game. Uh, sometimes you have to go left uh, to do a puzzle, but you meet friends along the way. And they help you get through parts of your journey. It's a really cute game. Uh, it's not hard. Uh, there's one <laughs> difficult part. So maybe I won't say it's not hard. There's one frustrating part. Uh, but I really, really enjoyed the game. And it's only $4. Journey of the Broken Circle. Um, if platforming is your jam, uh, check that one out. The other one I want to mention this week is Bite the Bullet six dollars normally 15 so uh 60 off there it's a roguelite run and gun uh rpg shooting game uh it's very crazy um i have not finished it yet but it just got patched so it is completable now uh where before it wasn't uh this like i think i i will try to complete this game at some point because i have a good amount of score in it. Um, and uh, I think that's going to go for it, but it's really a strange game. You can eat your enemies uh, <laughs> and they have, they like, they take calories into account sort of, if I'm remembering correctly, I know there's like mayonnaise jars. You can just pound down, mm. but uh, you can, you can eat enemies and eat bullets and it's just a crazy game. Definitely look it up. If, uh, 
if you like. It's like pixelated, so if that's a turnoff, sorry, Kenny. Uh, don't look into it, but uh, if you don't care and you like cool pixelated graphics, check out Bite the Bullet. Uh, it's only $6. Well, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> how about you, Kush? I'm going to recommend Tesla Force. Uh, this is $5 down from 17 This is a roguelite shoot 'em up from 10 tons, and I like the 10 ton games uh i won't say that they're the best games i won't say that they're the best twin stick shooters but they are certainly a company that makes them and um i enjoy them (laughs) they may not be the best but i like them (laughs) you know what they say uh Mm -hmm. you should stick on tesla course if you want to have fun Uh, with this game that joke was (laughs) tesla bad uh, and then a completely different game, <laughs> Tesla versus Lovecraft, Game of the Year edition, nine dollars down from eighteen. Also from a sh- <laughs> shoot 'em up from ten, ten tons. <laughs> uh, now this this is the Game of the Year edition of the game of the same name minus the Game of the Year edition called Tesla versus Lovecraft. Now Tesla versus Lovecraft allows you to also play on Windows Ten or Xbox. Um, this does not. And what is different between the two? Uh, I'm not sure, uh, but this one's on sale and that one isn't. Um, and finally, uh, biped. Now this is a game that I, I was interested in. I, I told L that he should buy it and he should play it with Matrix because it's co-op and it looks weird and wacky. Uh, it is $8.24, the typical $8.24 down from 15. It is a puzzle platformer and this just looks fun to me what's it called manny um, petty it's called biped oh <laughs> yes. yes it goes both ways <laughs> ah, i will and buy biped you're two little robots uh and i guess you're playing with a friend hopefully you can play it by yourself yeah and it looks fun it's colorful it's got great graphics it's very cartoony uh uh you know the style is nice so um check it out especially if you have a local co-op partner um hmm. Check it out. I'll, I'll check real quickly to see if, which I should have done earlier. I thought I did before when I recommended it, but um, you said you were gifting it to me, so I didn't buy it. But that's fine. Yeah, I don't think I said that. Oh, that's kind of what I remembered. It is um, local co-op only, so two-player local co-op only. So yeah, that that might change your decision. But check it out. See what you think. Cool. Yeah, quite a bit of these games are uh, underloved, I think. Like, less than 200 people started. So yeah, I always wonder if uh, definitely old, old players get the achievements. Always a sticking point. I don't know. These indie games. You should buy it and uh, let us know. Mm, okay. Something you don't have to buy, <laughs> except uh, the subscription, is Game Pass stuff. We did not get podcast it this week Woo! we got game pass news today so nate what did they uh what did they add yes to the, the the marketplace so what we were told about today which is going to be in the past for you listeners right now mm-hmm. battlefield 5 has been added to the cloud on the 20th and chris tales has been added to cloud console and pc brand new july 20th and that is a stack um on the Surprise. 22nd uh atomic crops now we have reviewed this and said it's difficult um, and it is. Uh, it's on cloud console and PC July 22nd. Uh, and it's joined by Raji, an ancient epic. 
this is cloud console and PC. This game was very interesting to me. I, I struggled with the demo. It might have been because it was 2 a.m. I don't know. But you did like it, though, right? I liked the style of the game. I liked the art style. I liked kind of the combat. But I couldn't get through the demo. Um, and I mm. think it wasn't because it was difficult. It's because I didn't know what to do. Um, so hopefully <laughs> they fixed that and the game makes more sense. Or uh, maybe I'll play it during a waking hour and not be so tired. Now this I'm very excited about. Last stop mm-hmm. to mm. cloud console and PC. This is an Annapurna interactive game. And whenever I see that, and I know you guys too, whenever Definitely. we see a game from Annapurna, we perk right up. Sure. Uh, this is out on July 22nd. Uh, check it out. Last stop, probably, probably going to be great. Probably going to be talking about it's it a sing- it's a single player third person adventure game. Yeah. Just so you know. There we go. And we will probably be talking about it in the future because we love them. Crimson Skies, High Road to Revenge, Cloud and Console. I think this is the old version with no achievements. So have fun with that. And Blinks, definitely a game with no achievements. <laughs> the time hey, sleeper. You know. uh, it's on Cloud and I Console. I pre-ordered Blinks back in the day. Well, yeah, but uh, for no achievements, and that's what's there. <laughs> Coming soon, a huge whopping game that will require a new hard drive. Microsoft Flight Simulator Xbox Series XS, July 27th. I think the collector's uh, edition lethal. comes with a, an actual plane. Uh, or a globe, I think. <laughs> Something. <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? Is Are they releasing this with the collector's edition? Oh, is prob- that just a bad prob- joke? It's probably just a, it's, yeah. Wait, it's a hilarious joke. I, I it's a bad joke. I'm looking it up. It's, it's a bad joke. <laughs> also coming soon, uh, Lethal League Blaze, cloud console and PC. I believe this yeah, this is an older game, and uh, it's kind of a fighting game. A very cartoonish style. Didn't look great. I didn't want to pay for it, and great news. You don't have to. July 29th. Now, Omno. Oh, yes. So excited about Omno. Uh, we're going to talk about this in just a minute. Uh, it's out on cloud console and PC on the 29th. It is joined by Project Wingman on the PC Ooh. on the 29th and by a tiny little game called The Ascent, which is cloud console and PC on the 29th. We got a lot coming. This is, this month is packed. It's awesome. Yep. I will be playing Raji for sure and Last Stop. Mm-hmm. And for... Blinks. To our uh, conversation, <laughs> I will... Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll boot up Blinks on my phone. Uh, for those following the conversation earlier, you don't want to put games on your tag. If you want to try out Omnicrops, you could do so, and it won't put it put on your tag because it is a hard dive. Mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you can try as hard as you want. You will probably not pop an achievement by accident. Uh, one thing I'm actually interested in, and this is you know next month, is uh, I want to start psych- uh, psy- Psychonauts. Psychonauts. Why could I not first one? Yeah, I want to play Psychonauts again. I want to play just real quick through not the story. For, not for achievements. Not for achievements. Well, I do want to do that, but I can't. So I, can't. <laughs> so I just want to kind of blast through the story to get prepared for I what mean, I'm You could stream hearing. it, and I, and I could just randomly say bleep bloop every now and again. and uh, <laughs> That would be great. Yeah. Uh, um, and apparently that game is making waves. So, Well, you know, mm-hmm. you could play it on your PlayStation, mm-hmm. get achievements, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or trophies. Sorry. Yeah. I might do that. You might just do that, yeah. Yeah. I might just do that. But you have to pay money for that, but... Whoa. <laughs> well, I might just do that. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. There you go. <laughs> I thought about YouTubing it just to refresh the brain uh, before it comes out. Yeah, I mean, I'm told that there's a lot of story in the second one. I don't know why we're talking about this now. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Jeez. L, what's going away? 
from Game Pass. Definitely not my bad jokes. Um, yeah, we got hit with only a few this time, but I still wish they would give us a month and not two weeks. This is hogwash. It lurks below, and the previously discussed Undermine, as well as the Tourists, are all going bye-bye at the end of July. Now, the tourist, I'm pretty sure, is completable. I've seen many people complete that. And you could do that in a night yep. or a day. It has one tricky achievement, but other than that, is is definitely the easiest to complete of the three. Are you talking about the surfboard achievement? I am talking about the surfboard achievement. <laughs> yeah, Get I good. think I spent maybe 10 minutes on oh. that. Yeah. At most. If an achievement gives anyone a problem, it's typically that one. So, Yeah, while uh, I won't be playing It Lurks Below, it does have a lot of positive reviews. It's a survival action-y game. Uh, it has randomly generated worlds and... It looks like it's very, very niche, but people who play that game probably want to buy it as well, like Undermine. All right. Well, those are the things leaving and coming soon to Game Pass. What's coming real soon to the rest of the world? Well, that's what this section's for. Coming real soon. Thank you, Anita. L, why don't you tell us... Thank you. Thank you. L, why don't you tell us what's coming real soon on Wednesday, July 28th? Coming real soon. There is a game you, that I want from East Asia Soft. It is called Trigger Witch. Wait, repeat that. <clears throat> Trigger. No, no, no. Enunciate. No. There's Witch. a game coming from who? East Asia Soft. That you want? I know. <laughs> is it a shoot 'em up? <laughs> Did I say artifacts wrong again? You're confusing me. Uh, it is a shoot 'em up, but. It is a twin stick. Color me surprised. It is a twin stick shooter that looks like the Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. You have to look at this With trailer. Goosh. <laughs> well, I've played the demo. You have what? Oh yeah, this was part of the demo. Son of Showcase. a biscuit. Well, I saw the trailer and I couldn't believe it. It looked like Zelda. The music was a complete ripoff of Zelda. But then you're this witch with this gun, and you just start shooting harmless little creatures, and it looks really fun. Was it fun to play? Um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I think I would love to hear you talk about it, because uh, everything in that game is gun-centric. So their religion is about guns. So it's like... It sounds awesome. You know, we, yeah, it's it's really... It was disturbing, actually, to me. Oh, that's <laughs> it. even better. Even better. I was, yeah, I was a little disturbed as I was reading it, or as I was I you know, like reading it. the things they were saying. So I, you know, I, I think people's reactions could be interesting. But from a gameplay perspective, yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> I'd, I'd like to play it. I like to play that game. One of the things that is surprising um, is that six people have played it so far. It, it does come out for another week, but zero completion. So I'm looking at it. Fifty-seven achievements. Uh, so a good bit. And you have to finish the game. And Good. you even have to get like 100% of the weapon parts. You have to do a, You might have to do everything in this game. That's surprising. It's good to see. Actually, it kind of entices me to play it more than just a standard shoot 'em up I mean, I was teasing L for wanting to wanting to play an East Asia Soft. Uh, he picked a good one. It's more than it five like. minutes long. And yeah, this actually does look, does look interesting. Um, also, on... On July 28th is something I don't want to play. 
a new DLC comes out for Minecraft Dungeons. Why <sighs> does this game keep coming out with new DLC? Uh, there's one called Minions, which I think is available now. And then there's another one called Echoing Void. Uh, but they're giving us a free one called Gauntlet of Gales. Thanks, I guess. Uh, with genes? Well, we'll have to find yeah, out. I don't know anybody who wants to play this game. Uh, I think Jables does. I guess Jables, they exist. Jables really likes it. Well, I mean, it's it's Minecraft, right? Or it's an offshoot of Minecraft. So you kind of had to know that this was a possibility. Now, this game it said, needs an assist. Go mode. ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, it, it, I would use it. Um, it, it it's being uh, released at the same time as the ultimate edition of Minecraft Dungeons. So I'm fingers crossed that it means the last edition of Minecraft Dungeons. That would be that would be welcome. So, all right. So we got Trigger Witch and Minecraft DLC on Wednesday, July 28th. Let's uh, let's move to Thursday, July 29th. Let's start us off, Nate. What do we got? Oh my gosh, we have Omno. So we yes. talked about this, or I talked about this briefly a couple minutes ago. Uh, this is an indie game, and Omno is a third-person adventure by solo developer Jonas Mankey. I hope I'm saying that right, not saying it incorrectly. Uh, he is a solo developer and father of three, and he began work on Omno as a hobby project five years ago after working as an animator in both games and movies. Five years ago, I said that I would um, you know, clean out the garage. I have done nothing. <laughs> and this guy has put out a tremendous-looking video game in that time. Uh, so, wow. Uh, I'm a slacker. Besides offering an interactive world, Omno challenges you with puzzles, hidden secrets, and obstacles to overcome in 3D puzzle platformer style. Uh, everything seems to be based around this staff. You are fighting. Well, I don't think there's much fighting. I think it's mostly exploration and puzzles, but you're using the staff to move around the level. Sometimes you're like snowboarding on it. Sometimes you're just kind of like flying on it, like Sabrina, uh, Teenage Witch style. Definitely. <laughs> you know, or Harry Potter. Um, you know, Overeating. What most people have probably seen. Uh, and it is a Game Pass Day 1. So, Yes. Very nice. The list is out. You just got to complete the different areas and ride the has animals and then it's some miscellaneous stuff. So not bad. Yeah, 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 I don't know. Not bad at all. Also on the same day, one that I think most of us are looking forward to also Game Pass Day 1, The Ascent. So I took the good one this week. The Ascent, if you don't know, is a solo or a co-op action shooter RPG set in the cyberpunk world. It's isometric. Uh, it's has the loot and shoot like Diablo, uh, but it's a twin stick style uh, shooting game. Uh, it's up to four players co-op, local and online. So good for your uh, smaller boosting groups there. Uh, has the RPG aspect. So you need to allocate new skill points uh, and augment your person as you level up. And it says that you can take down enemies in new and creative ways. You shoot them. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think there's some other stuff. Kick them. It, it looks it looks super polished. Um, I, it lo- it reminds me of like Live Lock, but a little better than Live Lock. And uh, Ruiner. My group, my, my group, Prude, Jables, and uh, Kronos, We will be playing this. Uh, let's see, the 29th is Thursday, so we'll be playing on the 30th. We'll be playing on Friday, the 30th. So uh, yeah, I am definitely looking forward to the ascent. Uh, you cannot pass. start this game until you complete Minecraft Dungeons. 
<laughs> mm, I've already told them <laughs> you're like completion of Minecraft Dungeons is not guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, this looks fun. <laughs> it does look very fun. Uh, also coming out on that day, uh, Sky Drift Infinity, one that's probably not on really anybody's radar because it wasn't even on mine until I looked at it. And uh, it's a it's a racing game, but you are racing aircrafts and they can be vintage or modern or fantasy aircrafts they have to pick from. Uh, and it's kind of like Mario Kart in the air. There are power ups that you can use uh, to, uh, I guess, hurt your enemies or, you know, enhance your different abilities and or boost and stuff like that. Uh, there's different game modes, power race mode, speed race mode, survivor mode, deathmatch and team deathmatch. Uh, and it's up to eight people. It looks good. The environments are gorgeous. Uh, I don't know how much it's going to uh, come out for. If it's like a $20 game, you know, it could probably be okay. If it's $10, it looks like a definitely fun $10 spent. So uh, if you're into aerial racing or aerial anything, look up Skydrift Infinity. That comes out next Thursday. And lastly, what comes out on Friday that finally grabbed your attention? Yeah, on July 30th. I know most of you think I'm going to talk about Blaster Master 03 and how you should buy it on Friday for about mm-hmm. $8 <laughs> uh, because it's great. But I am not going to say that. Instead, I'm going to be talking about InBento. Uh, this is going to be $4.99. Now, let me tell you about this game. Uh, InBento is a calming, wordless story about cats and parenthood told through adorable puzzles. Relax, tease your brain, and prepare tasty bento dishes. Arrange them in an elaborate lunchbox while sticking to the recipe shown on screen. It's got 100 or over 120 puzzles, aesthetically served with traditional boiled rice. Uh, immerse yourself in a silent table about a cute family of felines. Okay, this actually, I know it sounds like I'm making fun of this game, but it, it looks like a fun little puzzle game. It looks very relaxing. Uh, I love this sort of thing. It's only going to be $5, uh, so I don't expect it on Game Pass, but for 5 bucks. That sounds fun to me. And get this, guys. Uh, have more fun thanks to HD Rumble support. Oh, my God. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. It's got Rumble the, support. <laughs> the list is out. It's a very boring list. you got to complete all the levels. <laughs> Three people have started it. Three people have finished it. So there's that. There you go. Um, and you like these people that have one number and then one word names. This is published by seven levels opposed yeah. to 10 tons earlier. Yeah. Nothing like NT Creates who... Are making Blaster Master Zero Three, but yeah, <laughs> right in Bento. All right, cool, good stuff coming out next week. Uh, so make sure you play the ascent. Um, moving on, we have our contest corner. Jake Jump is still a thing. Uh, just get forty achievements, and there you go. Gamertech Challenge. Any updates, Kush? No updates. If you're interested All in right, finding out more go. about that contest, check out the channel though, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it there. Did I win? Excellent. Um, I, can, I know for a fact that you did not win. Darn it. All right. Time for Brag Camp. Woo. This week in completions. I only have a couple that are hitting those big milestones 50 or 100. XLAX Jester, which I believe is his birthday, is recording today. He completed 250 games. Mighty Mango completed 800 games. I believe that included a uh, micro, one of those Microsoft casual games that has a Windows 8 stack. He he, he didn't seem to uh, 
know what happened, but he instantly started and completed the Windows 10 version, maybe. So uh, I guess that syncing still works. And then Slayer Raining completed a bunch of games, with the last one being 850 completed games moved. In ratio. There you go. Good job. In ratio, we still have uh, some people scoring. That's interesting. Neon Prime has a ratio of 1.6, as does McThumbs. Two new names to me, mm. so welcome, guys. Good names. Uh, Freaky, McThumbs. <laughs> Freaky RO is uh, trouncing them with a 1.7. Wow. Win streaks. Retro Chief 1969 is currently on a 200-day achievement win streak, as is Dude with the Face. Johnny Delicious is currently also on a 200-day achievement win streak. Bad on me. Bastion Reader is currently on a 1,300-day achievement win streak. And in Gamer Score, McThumbs once again with 200,000. Crazy Catman, 400,000. EL Sock. It's in the game. Also with 400,000. Tony Calzoni with 400,000. And Ben L72 also with 400,000 gamer score. And uh, how he did that, uh, our researcher, L, has looked it up. <laughs> it's 400,000 points achievement in Pac-Man Championship Edition. So uh, Fun yeah, one. He's, yeah, yeah. Look at that. 400,000 and 400,000. Uh, hmm. Must be a coincidence. A Gray Shark. <laughs> Currently has 600,000 gamer score. Mike Pitch with 700,000. Red 047 with 900,000. Inferno 118 with 1,250,000 gamer score. And Elroy OMJ has reached a new milestone and a new milestone picture of 1,400,000 gamer score using Can't Stop, Won't Stop in Pictionary. And I think the sticker is on his belt line. I mean, that's a picture he's got the u draw in it in that picture that's just a classic picture ah yes the u draw pictionary is one of three whole u draw games on the xbox 360 it's a shame it didn't take off a shame i tell you in true achievement score both mark b and retro treef have hit three quarters of a million ta score x neo 21x 900,000. Felon Serrano, 1 million TA score. Survivalist, 1.1 million. Bastion Reader, 1.2 million. Facial Lafleur, 1.3 million. Bomber, 37, 1.4 million. I'm sensing a trend. Lord of Dookie, 69. Nice. 1.5 million TA score. In my favorite thing in the world to read leaderboards, Mr. Uh, when he reaches puberty, a gray shark is now in the top 20 of the Georgia Gamer Score leaderboard. Awesome. Bastion Reader is now in the top 10 of the USA TA Difference leaderboard for Shmups. Chesno is in the top 50 of the England TA Difference leaderboard for Xbox One Fighting. Death Dealers. On a Thursday. Be quiet. Death Dealers is going to get mad that you're messing up her milestone. She's going to shoot all of us with real guns and run us over with forklifts. Death Dealers is now in the top 50 of the Ohio Gamer Score leaderboard for platformers. I did not know that was something that she chased. Call of Duty is not a platformer, is it? Freemhold in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for strategy and turn-based. Gotta love those double genre leaderboards. Mark B is in the top 500 of the TA difference leaderboard for party. And Mike Pitch is in the top 2,000 of the Achievements 1 leaderboard. But I'm going to beat him probably. 
because he sucks. Ox Barfanatic is in the top 2,000 of the TA leaderboard. And Red 047 is now in the top 200 of the USA Gamer Score leaderboard. In Brag Camp, where people just brag about whatever they want in hashtag Brag Camp, I will read it if I find it interesting. It could be a hard game completion. It could be a picture of your cat. It could be whatever you want it to be. All right. What the fuck completed his Jake jump and wanted to tell us that. That's going to be ending in early August, so make sure you get your 40 points in that. Ah, woo! Completed Iconoclasts. He is a Vayner god, and he's only the 14th person to complete that game. Rapture 639 completed Gears 5. His hour count says 2,392 hours. That is ridiculous. Hopefully he did a lot of idling and did not play it for that long. Uh, Retro Chief became number one in North Carolina. Point and click. Gamer score surpassing Inigo Montoya with 122,730 gamer scores in point and clicks. That's uh, more than a foof. Uh, Kush showed off his Ori Collector's Edition. Not going to open it. Damn it. Don't ask. Don't ask. So what comes in it that you're not going to see? Um, I don't know. <laughs> the game may or may not be in there. <laughs> it may or may not be in there. Maybe uh, My Little Pony. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Live unboxing. We'll get lots of views and you'll make money on it. And then you could buy another one. And most importantly, Elroy and his beautiful wife, Kelly Kelly, celebrated their 20-year wedding anniversary. Happy anniversary to you both. And Kelly, I don't know how you put up with Jason. But that's what we are. Because she she listens to this. <laughs> Does she? Oh, even better. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Oh boy. I think I think uh, when he this. said that, I think Fug said he had a twenty year wedding anniversary, like on the same day. Crazy. Oh. Weird. So if that's true, congrats to Fug too. All right. Well, that will do it for this episode of Achievement Hunting One Hundred One Panel Edition. Coming up is another one list, two list. And then, of course, a Waka segment at the very end. So stick around for those. Uh, this is your two-week reminder. In two weeks, we will be going live on Twitch for our August live show, uh, which means we will be drawing winners for our Patreon uh, drawing and our Twitch subscriber drawing. Um, so you have two weeks to sub to either one of those if you want to support us in those manners. Uh, otherwise, if you just want to show up in two weeks, we will have a giveaway for just people in the chat uh, and that is when kush will draw for his gamertag challenge as well so uh, you'll want to make sure your entries are definitely in before that day probably that monday right kush usually uh, maybe the second yeah we like him i like him a day before if i can but i, I know how people are so yeah so live show is uh august 3rd so try to get those in by august 2nd and also find I us forgot, a good game to play, please. Last month, I forgot to read off the uh, June Raider. So I will be doing June Raider on our live show. Oh, in August. I'll do the, do the drawing. <laughs> yep. There we go. And that means we're also one month to a secret thing that I want to do in October. So, hmm. Mm, Christmas. That reminds me. Um, no, October. Um, Happy New Year. 
No, it's uh, it's game related. Oh, okay. oh. something that I've never done before. Mm, watch the cutscene. You'll see. It's, okay. it's got a clever got a <laughs> got a clever name and all that. Anyways, that will do it for us. Thank you for listening. I uh, hope you continue to listen to the rest of the show, and we'll be back next week. Any closing words, guys? Bye bye. Mm. Perfect. I'll mm. take it. See you later. Assist. Bye guys. Love you. Oh, bye bye. Welcome back to One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List, a segment that not only has the best intro music, but also is where we take a look at the achievement list of a couple of games, one on the excellent spectrum and one not so much. What exactly makes those lists good or bad? Well, that's what we will be discussing. This is One List, Two List, Bad List, Good List. I currently have the fourth highest gamer score total in the great state of Tennessee. I am Elroy OMJ. And I am joined today by an individual who is over 400,000 behind me, but somehow is number one in his state. He is Vogerlat. That's because it's uh, the great state of Nebraska. <laughs> great plains, great state. <laughs> Just not a great number of people, right? Well, not enough that I have good gamer scores, I guess. <laughs> I wonder, how many more people are in Tennessee than in Nebraska? I'm just curious. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be like three times as much, right? Maybe. There you go. That's something you can look up while I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get it started. I'm this gonna look this state, up. This is a lot of state talk lately. Uh, if you missed last episode, we lost uh, a good portion of our East Coast listeners, but there maybe, it is. We'll, maybe we'll <laughs> we'll lose some more states today. Roughly five million more people. Six point eight million in Tennessee to one point nine million in Nebraska. That's significant, I would say. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, we're probably pulling away from you pretty fast right now. We got people coming in Tennessee for left and right, man. <laughs> Not Memphis so much, but in Nashville. Woof. Boy, they can't, well, build, they can't build up that city fast enough right now, man. Traffic is a bear out there. Nebraska is uh, billed as the good life. And let me tell you, everything's great. So y'all just stay away. Uh, <laughs> I want it all to myself. Hey, I don't blame you, man. That's... Uh... You and your 1.9 million closest friends. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I shall kick this thing off with a bad game, uh, because of course that comes first in one list, two list, bad list, good list. So I have chosen for us today, The Lost Cube. Have you played this? No, I have not. Okay. All right. So you still got time. It is by Jandusoft. And it is a platformer. But as I discussed in the latest VSS, I dubbed a new subgenre uh, in the platforming genre, which is plat failure. Okay, where basically it's a game that's just designed to kill you a bunch of times and get you really frustrated. It's not, it's usually like on one screen and it's usually very basic game you just jump and try not to hit the spikes and if you even look at the spikes wrong they kill you and you have to start over the stage kind of thing sure plat failure so this one is worth a whole 1112 ta it is a one to two hour completion but if you suck at plat failures it's probably going to take you a lot more than that and you know who you are now uh, i was probably closer in the two to three hour range so i don't know if that means i'm terrible at them but i'm i'm de- i'm somewhat decent i think i don't know 
the main problem I have with this list is this. What exactly is the purpose of an achievement at the root of it? So I, I know that they've been kind of, you know, changed, changing before our very eyes, but call me old school. But the achievement is supposed to be a positive accomplishment. Granted, that has been watered down to kind of like a participation ribbon, but still, it is a celebration of something. You were successful at something. You should be proud of that to some degree. Whether it be starting the game, you know, a lot of people have a fear of commitment. So you started a game <laughs> and you should be proud for that. It's something that is, can be viewed in a positive. This game craps all over that. That is my problem with this list. The whole point of this game, it would seem, is to fail at the game. <laughs> I mean, that's, I don't know how to explain it. It reeks of insecurities by the developer, I think, because they want affirmation that they created a good plat failure, which is, you know, can be, you can tell it's a good plat failure if people fail at it a lot. And so the developers wanted affirmation that the people were dying while playing it. And here's what I'm talking about. Here is, I'm just going to give you a sampling of the achievement list. There is 20 achievements worth 50 gamer score each. Here is a couple of them. Bat boy, killed by a bat. Frog, killed by a frog. Taking a bath, falling into a pit of acid. Slimy, killed by a green slime. Angry Viking, killed by an angry Viking. That burns, killed by a laser beam. Crawler, killed by a crawler. Flying creeper. Want to take a guess? Uh, kill a flying creeper. Killed by a flying creeper. Oh, the yeah, opposite. Yeah, yeah. And cricket. Killed by a cricket. Now, you might be thinking, yeah, when I read this, I thought it was going to be like this little, you know, insect that, uh, you know, you know, you know, makes yeah. the little you know, legs, rubbing the legs together. But no, it's actually like a dude with a monocle that shoots a laser out of his eye at you. I, I don't know. I can't explain. What? But anyway. <laughs> anyway, all these are worth 50 gamer score. So you're probably thinking, wow, you know, everybody really let, read a lot of those. That seems like a lot of gamer score. So how much of the 1,000 are we talking here? 450. That is nine different enemies that can kill you, each worth 50 gamer score. So you're already up to 450 of the 1,000 gamer score that is accomplished simply by failing by being killed by a variety of animals. Well, not, I guess they're not all animals. No, of enemies, I should say. Mm -hmm. If that's not enough... <laughs> well, guess what? Just to make sure to feed the egos of the developer, they added these as well. So here's a couple more. First of many, died for the first time. Keep trying, died 20 times. Hang in there, died 50 times. Never give up, died 100 times. Yep, you nailed it. Another 200 gamer score. So we are now up to 650 gamer score for sucking at a game. That is the whole point is just to fail over and over in a variety of ways. The other 350, in case you're curious, is spread out for collecting a couple of collectibles and for finishing, it's divided into three chapters. So once you finish the three chapters, you get one for each of the three chapters and there's three for collectibles. So six achievements for, <laughs> or seven, I'm sorry, seven achievements for uh, doing something positive and a lot more, I think, 13 for doing poorly. So I can play devil's advocate here if you like. I don't think the devil needs an advocate. He's the devil. He can speak for himself. <laughs> sure. Well, 
Devil would say, <laughs> well, you can only get killed by certain enemies once you get to certain stages. So, you know, if you got killed by that enemy, that means you made it that far. Now, I get that. I can see that point of view. But if that was the case, maybe word it differently, kind of like what you did. So instead of getting an achievement for being killed by some, say you get an achievement for beating a stage where you encountered that first enemy. So you get the cricket achievement for surviving your first encounter with a cricket. I don't know. Mm. It's all in the presentation. It, it would put a positive spin on it, if you will. Encounter it for the first time, if you will. <laughs> yes. stuff, you could get one for like, oh, you found one. You found yeah. the angry Viking. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, something. But you literally have to get murderized by them. I think, I don't know if it's because the, the developer wanted you to see that they made an animation sequence for each time you die to a certain enemy. For example, the, the monocle laser. I did not see that coming. I didn't expect the, the cricket thing to shoot a laser out of his eyeball monocle at me. And then there's like some slime that like takes way too long to jump on you and dissolve you. I don't know if they just really wanted to make sure you saw that. I don't I don't know, but it's a, it's kind of annoying. I don't know. Anyway, but we don't need dying achievos. You know, we want chivos for doing good. I will I will take a hard stance and say that I'm okay with one dying achievement in a game. Just, and this is for the sole purpose uh-huh. of if you are good enough to complete the game and the last achievement you get is for dying the first time, that in itself is an accomplishment. No, that's cool. I get that. I get that. Yeah. But that's not 13 of the of the 20 achievements. No, yeah, for sure. No, I agree. <laughs> but like, you know, give, give me a Dark Souls or uh, like a Resident Evil where it's like, no, man, I beat the game and I didn't die. I had to actually physically find out what dying was like. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. That's that, that's that's kind of a, a cool thing there. Yeah, a- absolutely. So I, but yeah, completely agree. It looks looks frustrating, and it it doesn't it isn't very inviting for your five dollar game that it's just like, oh, we expect you to die. Yeah, the whole game is set up to where it frustrates you. Yeah, that's a plat failure, for sure. This, the list gives it away of nothing else. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, The Lost Cube. The Lost Cube. It's not terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I had a little bit of fun playing it, but I don't know. It, eh. <laughs> I just eh. didn't like the achievement list, but I just played it for the points anyway. But. I'll have to check it out. I, I like frustrating platformers so it's it's a decent one uh you'll you'll like it the collectibles uh if i am to say one good thing about the achievement list is the collectibles it's not you don't get an achievement for collecting every freaking uh, you know collectible because uh, it's one of those plat failures where you have to beat the stage but also they put something in a very inconvenient spot that you have to go get and then beat the stage without dying yeah and so there's some of those that are just truly awful and on this one, you don't have to get, but I think like 15 and there's at least double that stages. So, I mean, you, you don't even hardly have to try. Uh, if it's in a spot you don't want to risk dying for, just go beat the level real quick and just keep it rolling. You don't have sure. to get it for it. Yeah. So that's one good thing. At least they didn't make it get every single you know collectible in the game, which is, are actually guitar picks in case you're curious. Hmm. I, I think it has something to do with the story. I'm not sure. I skipped all the story. That's fine. I don't think anybody's going to quiz you. <laughs> All right, man. So, Mr. Volger. Yes, sir. What game is the apple of your eye this time around? So, this time I picked a game that is several games. It's a collection. Hmm. I'm big into collection games. Uh, yep. This one is one I'm, I'm starting. I'm going to work my way through it, but I am already enamored by the list and excited because I'd played all the previous games. 
This is the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. So this mm. is, as of time of recording, really new. It's been out for just over a week since we've been recording. Uh, it's a big boy. You're going to have to do 127 achievements. It's worth 2,915 gamer score. But this is not about the amount of gamer score that's on this. This is about the list. So I'm not going to hold the, the total number of gamer score. I, I feel like I've shorted my 85 points, but that's not the point. What is the point? They've managed to, uh, looking at the list, wrap up everything that you need to do in those first three games and fix a lot of the problems that, especially one, Mass Effect 1 could very easily make a bad list for me just because of how many times you have to play the game. And while the first Mass Effect is pretty good, some of the things are just really, really grindy in a way that's not fun. Uh, and they fixed it. So, for example, in this one, the first Mass Effect, the original 2008 release, it wanted you to play through the game with each squad member for the majority of the missions, which in itself was, I believe, three playthroughs straight up. You have to play the game so many times. In this, you can do it twice because they changed it. So you just have to bring them along for five missions. So you can still use the people that you want to use and still get those achievements. So they fixed that. They added a lot more abilities for you to... So in the other one they had, you have to use all the different abilities and, and kill enemies with those abilities. This one, you can use the AI. If you commanded them to use it, the AI can do it. So you don't have to feel like, you know, oh, I have to keep doing this over and over and over again. They also added all the DLC into the game. So that's also in there. So by the time that you're done, you're going to have a real holistic you know you're gonna feel like you got the most out of your mass effect bucks and since the games are all very good you know it's 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 enjoyable they all come at a really good pace as you're playing through it the only thing that might give you a little bit of trouble is that there's some overall achievements for beating the game on insanity on each of the difficulties or each of the games so you have to beat the games on insane however there is at the time of recording a bit of a glitch if you wanted to get around that to where you just beat one of them on insane and then you reload that save and finish it over and over again and, and get it that way which is probably how i'll do it that sounds like something you want to do sooner than later yeah they probably do that soon but that's something i'm going to try to do <laughs> well i mean you're almost there you have one whole achievement of the 127 so congrats on getting that first one they say that's the toughest one right the first one, Journey of a Thousand Miles, man, begins with the first <laughs> small step. Yeah, I uh, I finished the very first mission in Mass Effect 1. But, again, I've played all of these before on the 360. So I I know what you have to do, and I can, I can vouch for it that this is a fun list that I'm going to thoroughly enjoy going all the way through. Hypothetically, if there was individuals out there who have never played a single minute of Mass Effect, how would you how would you sell them on the game? Like, what what kind of gameplay is this? What kind of game is this like? So, Mass Effect is an action RPG. It is a I guess I'd call it a third person shooter. And depending on which one that you're playing, it goes more into shooter and less into RPG as the series progresses. Uh, you play as Commander Shepard. Uh, you get to set up your backstory for Shepard, and in true Bioware RPG fashion, you get to go on adventures and have different ways of solving those adventures or handling the situations. And those throughout the series will come back, and those those choices will mean something at least till the end. But let's not talk <laughs> about that. Does that mean as much as it means in like The Walking Dead, where you know 
you know, you're still going to go through the main story beats, but as you're going through it, you're going to encounter people that you might have saved or they might have died and people okay, will bring so things thing. back. Like, and they'll say, yeah, so it'll work similar to how The Walking Dead works. But <laughs> so, so the person you save magically dies later when you get to like almost the end game. <laughs> no, they'll actually make it. Um, so that's good. The, the, there are consequences to your actions sometimes but the biggest problem is with a lot of people the ending of three i don't think that that's a big deal i wouldn't it's it's a lot more about the journey than the ending let's not yeah it's best not to bring it up but if you've never played it i would highly recommend it it's so much fun uh as a action role-playing game you're really gonna enjoy it i liked a lot of the different combat and i liked the the story the story in it they they weave a very good world they do a great job of creating that world and uh, really making it feel alive to the point where you're, by the time you're in three, there's times in, in three, I straight up like, I cry like a baby every time. I'm just like, man, that's so sad. <laughs> well, no achievement for that, right? No, but I think no. the thing that you have to do that uh, is, or it would be, but that would be in three. There's a specific part in three. Uh, if anybody, the, the I'll, I'll say the line, but without context, it won't mean anything. Uh, it had to be me. Anyone else would have got it wrong. And that always, to me, oh, yep, you do have to, yeah, you do have to do that. S- spoken like a true hero. He must be from Maine. Yep. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. You're going to, you're going to have to bring, people aren't going to go. Stop. <laughs> Explain to me why it has 2,915 gamer score. I cannot. Okay, is that, are they going to release like some more DLC and knock it up to three thousand? Or you I think you know, I don't know. But like I said, that's like the only thing that I could say is like that's really weird. <laughs> it is, yeah. Where's the other eighty five? Uh, why couldn't you just make some of them worth more? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they could. Maybe Mass Effect Three used to have like the base version had a multiplayer co op horde mode in it because. It was very 2012, 2013. You had to do that. They took that part out, uh, like they do in a lot of these collections. So, I don't know, maybe they might add that back. But yeah, I just want, I, I want that 85 points, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Uh, it's currently very, uh, very inflated, obviously. It's an 100 hour game. Yeah. It's going to, I don't even want to say, like, it's it's gonna fluctuate, but I I would imagine it'll probably be somewhere in the seven thousands when oh, it's right. done. I think it'll be like a three because some people will start it and then they won't finish all of the different games because collections in general tend to mm-hmm. have a very higher TA because maybe you just like one of the games and you just right. decide to move on, not play the others. Yeah, I remember when the uh, the Spyro collection came out. It came out during a certain contest, not to be named, and the third game in the series is actually worth a lot more than the other ones. I, I'm sure it's come down, but it's just because some people are like, well, I'm just going to play them in order. Yeah. So you could have got a lot of TA for uh, <laughs> just playing the third one, just playing them out of order. So Spyro, another that's another one that's like, I could talk about that in the, in the future. I, I quite oh. like, yeah, spoilers. spoilers, that might happen. Huh? That might uh, happen. All right. All right. <laughs> I like Spyro a lot. There you go. All right. But yeah. All right. So, any other parting shots on this? No, you should you should play some Mass Effect. It sounds like you've never played any of them before. <laughs> I don't even know what they are. I I literally have no I thought I I thought I knew what it was, but then I realized that that was from someone else talking about XCOM, which I've never played either. So, I thought uh, this was that one. 
But oh no, no, XCOM's really good. You should check that out. Yeah, I've never played that. Never played any of these. I, there's a lot of games like that I've just never played. Yeah, go get yourself. The, you know, it's you can get it. <laughs> you can get it pretty cheap. You get, I'm you sure, get a discount. Yeah. It's it's fun. Go play it. <laughs> Eighty-eight gigs. Oh my goodness. Okay. It's a yeah. It's a big boy. <laughs> a lot of gameplay packed in there <laughs> it's 100 hours <laughs> it's one gig estimate. one gig per hour <laughs> <laughs> all right well all right well i guess that wraps it up i guess uh another successful uh good list and bad list yeah maybe. yeah hey and if you have any lists or uh, any other comments if you're from maine and you still just haven't gotten over the disrespect <laughs> on your state be sure to let Elroy know about that. Otherwise, let us know in the podcast <laughs> discussion channel. We're always happy to hear feedback. Awesome, awesome, absolutely. And, and let's just get get rid of those dying achievements. That's a, that's that's what we learned let's, today. Yeah. Let's let them just die out. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> nice, thank you. Nice, nice. Veal. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Sarah, for joining me, and thank everyone for listening. All right. You have a good one. Later. Hello. And welcome back to the Aperture Science Computer Aided Enrichment Center. Your first task is to build a bridge so that a test vehicle... Hello and welcome to a special segment about bridges. Everyone loves bridges, right? Not according to the forums on TA at least. I'm Waka Pale, and with me I have the foremost bridge constructor on trueachievements.com. According to the leaderboards. <laughs> X the hero. That's a leaderboard that I'm actually quite proud of. There are four bridge constructor games for Xbox. However, there is one Japanese stack which only five people have bothered completing. So you're in the elite <laughs> five and the very first person to have completed the entire series. Yep, and that's actually... I was kind of hoping you would you would segue there. That Japanese stack is... That's what got me that leaderboard spot. And there's probably a story to tell, but I'll wait until we get there. But the cool part about that one, I'm jumping the gun way to the most recent release here. The cool part about that one is that it's a Japanese stack, but you can buy it with your local currency. I tried doing that recently and it no longer works. I think they oh no did a mistake and now you have to purchase it with Japanese uh, with the Japanese credit card. So I was a bit sad about that. <laughs> Since I wanted the full completion as well, I was happy when I saw that it was available to purchase in my local currency, but for some reason it just stopped working one day. Huh, okay, yeah, it just I opened it and it was US uh, $10.49. Okay, and that was that. Japanese bridge constructor stack ready to go. Okay, let's uh, start from the beginning. In uh, 2015, Bridge Constructor was released on Xbox One. It is a... Basic feels like the wrong word. It's a more serious take on bridge building. The objective is to build a bridge which allows uh, cars and uh, trucks to pass over. They uh, only have to get to the other side and uh, somewhat intact. (laughs) You're not scored on the condition of the trucks, just how little resources you spent to to build the bridges. I think that's what's cool about 
the games is that if you just want to build bridges and do the objectives, you can do that. You can spend a million dollars on every single bridge, and you can get your cars and trucks and then tankers across the way. But if you want to get the achievements, if you want to, you know, complete the game as intended with the objectives, that's where the real challenge comes in. And I think that's what you were getting at with the um, keep it under a certain dollar amount. Yeah, at least the first one requires you to keep tabs on your uh, spending. It's a fairly serious game. There's, it doesn't have much of a personality. It just requires you to build bridges. This is one of the few games that Kelsey just hates watching me play. He's like, there's nothing to do. There's no story. There's no, it's not fun. You're just building bridges. And you don't even control the vehicles. You just press a button and if you're lucky, the bridge doesn't fall apart before the trucks arrive. Yeah, the, it's it's definitely very bare bones. Uh, it's addicting though i had actually never heard of bridge constructor i know i was way out of the loop until the first one came to xbox and yeah okay i'll give that a shot i like puzzle games and i was hooked from then on there there are actually several different uh, bridge construction simulators on uh, pc but uh, this is the one that jumped over to xbox and uh, i had a good time with it as well uh, the first one uh, has 41 achievements worth 1000 game score and 1700 TA. It's fairly easy, but it's going to take 10 to 12 hours, even longer if you do not look at guides, because some of the later bridges are really difficult to set up. Yeah, and it's not even getting them set up so that they stay under the dollar amount. It's literally just building a functional bridge in the first place becomes tricky towards the end. Uh, And I would be lying if I said I didn't use a guide at some point throughout all the games well i'm technically an engineer (laughs) but you sure as hell don't want me to build bridges for you because they are death traps all of them all of them are death traps absolutely (laughs) what was a neat little detail is that as your vehicle travels over the bridge it'll show like structural support so if the bridge is green you're in good shape if it turns yellow there's a little bit of stress if it turns red like how is this still standing and towards the end of the game it gets to the point where your entire bridge is just red all the way through and you have no idea how it worked so death traps is the perfect word and being a physics simulator is sometimes you can just rerun the same uh, simulation again and sometimes yeah. it works sometimes it doesn't Yep. The <laughs> uh, second game in the series is Bridge Constructor Stunts, which still tasks you with building bridges, but you also control the vehicle and can uh, you can accelerate, break, or uh, do spins in the <laughs> air. Yeah, this was my least favorite one of the four. Yeah, on paper, this sounds like a good one, because since you can con- to get more controls, you can... Uh, do stunts you have to find hidden collectibles in the level uh, by often by jumping or crashing into stuff unfortunately the game is completely messed (laughs) up on xbox right now and the achievement tracking worked at launch but uh, it now just displays uh, uh, some kind of error strings when you try to look at the achievements you can't even tell the description oh wow yeah i haven't played the game since very shortly after it came out so i was unaware of that i feel like that would kind of complicate just tracking because a couple of them are, are like grindy so that would be annoying yep there are a couple of really annoying ones uh, there's one for accumulating one hour of airtime you have no idea how much airtime you have <laughs> right or if it's even registering because uh, some have reported that uh, they feel like they've had many hours of airtime without getting the achievement 
There's also one uh, achievement for doing 500 flips. That's also one that people do not think that they've done thousands of flips without uh, unlocking the achievement. <laughs> yeah, and that one's tedious because I you don't necessarily need to do flips. It's kind of just a, a bonus. You'll have to do like a 180 to catch your, your jump and pivot. But I think that's when I had to grind after I completed the game. I had to go back and do probably 350 flips. So that's definitely one you would want tracking on. Yeah, and uh, it no longer works. I think it worked, uh, it worked at launch, but it doesn't anymore. Uh, the completion estimation on TA is 8 to 10 hours. It has 10 achievements, and it's only one... 1,200 TA for some reason. <laughs> My guess for that one... This is the worst one in the yeah, series. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think, the hardest one, uh, and it was my least favorite to complete. Uh, and I think the reason the ratio is so low is just because you get to a point where you just sort of hit a wall, and you're, how am I supposed to do this? So you look up the guides, and I think most people just stick with the guides from there on out. So with the guides, it's a much easier completion. If guides didn't exist, if that wasn't a thing, this one would easily, easily have a 2.0 ratio. I'm pretty sure it would have if it had a press start achievement, because uh, <laughs> yeah. the first achievement is rather deep into That's the game. It, it's for collecting 250 stars, which takes a while. That is a very good point. You're absolutely correct. Anyone who makes it that far to earn one achievement is probably sticking around for the rest of it. The very first achievement I earned in Bridge Constructors Chant is for collecting 250 stars. 71% uh, of players in TA got it, but only 5 <laughs> on Xbox. That's hilariously low, actually. I'm not surprised at all. Yeah, that's the very first achievement. I think they played for a bit and realized that, no, this is not as fun as the previous one, or they just don't like building bridges. They just don't like building bridges. You know what, I'm looking at my achievements, and there are a couple that you can, I guess, get out of the way before then, because 250 stars is my 1, 2, 3, 4, my fifth achievement out of 10, actually. So I did some flips with a pickup truck, I got 7 seconds of airtime, uh, flips with a dump truck, and 25 of the collectibles before 250 stars. So, you can kind of work on some of the other stuff along the way. Ah, I see the uh, uh, most unlocked achievement on TEA has 90%, and on Xbox, 7.7. <laughs> so that goes to show you the uh, the caliber of gamer on TEA following the guides almost probably exclusively for this one. Uh, I, d I didn't find it too difficult. I probably used, a guide, uh, used some guides for a few levels, but it's just the... Uh, how poorly the game tracked everything you did and i'm pretty sure i lost some progress somewhere along the way uh, there are th this one should be fun but yeah they missed the mark yeah i would i would agree with that i've, I've said uh, twice now it's my least favorite one but that's just more so difficulty and stress the fun factor is definitely there if you just want to go and build some crazy bridges and try and figure out the puzzles the fun is there to be had. It, it's just sort of stressful trying to do the objectives as intended. And the physics are very wonky in this one as well, because you'll have to like build a half pipe and then get your truck to launch backwards. And then you have to flip it and get it to land just right. And, and there's a lot, it's a lot more involved than just the first one, which is just build bridges. In 2018, out of nowhere, they released Bridge Constructor Portal, which was a crossover with uh, Valve's uh, Portal franchise. I don't think anyone saw this coming. No, that came very much completely out of nowhere. But it's pretty great. It's awesome, honestly. Like, even if you have no interest in 
bridge constructor, but you like Portal, it's worth it just for that puzzle aspect alone. It has also has full uh, voiceover with uh, GLaDOS. Yep. She's just as snarky as you would hope her to be. Instead of driving cars, you drive forklifts. Well, you don't drive. Uh, <laughs> little uh, portal men drive the forklifts, and they almost always die before <laughs> reaching the end of the stage. But that doesn't matter, as long as the truck gets to the end. Yeah, you only need the vehicle, so half the fun is watching your little portal guys die in acid or goo. But the forklift makes it, so perfect rating. Uh, th- this is by far the longest uh, game in the series, and it also has some DLC. It's got 26 achievements worth 1,170 gamer score and 2,679 TA. It's also in, in Game Pass both for PC and Xbox. I don't think I knew it was on Game Pass, actually. But I also, I've completed it. I completed the base game anyway a while ago. I don't think it was in Game Pass at release it was something they added later okay that would make sense yeah i i love this one <laughs> if you're a fan of portal and or dark humor this one is great uh, you also have to do some really crazy bridges using portals and yeah it's not just like when you think portal the game you got your blue and you got your orange and then you solve some puzzles, you know, falling through and momentum and velocity and the light bridges. That's all still here, except you have, uh, like, some of the levels have 20 portals, I think. There's an achievement for using 20 portals in a level, which is, it, it gets insane to keep track of. Just because, you know, blue goes into blue and then orange is on the other side of the map where it comes out orange and goes into red back underneath blue. And if you know how the game portal works, especially if you did the co-op in Portal 2, you know what I'm talking about, but this bridge constructor really takes it to the next level, but it does it incredibly well, and it's incredibly well-balanced and fair. Yeah, but some of the end games, oh my God. <laughs> end game levels are really crazy. Some of them are insane. One of the best thing about uh, this game, if you're just going for achievements, you don't have to care about budget at all. You can go mm-hmm. how much over budget as you want, as long as you finish levels. You can build some really crazy stuff and uh, spend all the resources you have. You have unlimited resources to build the craziest bridges available. Uh, of course, they still have to work, and if you build too much, they just collapse under their own weight. But uh, as long as you can make them not immediately crash, <laughs> that's okay. You know what? I think actually for anyone who's like, oh, maybe I'll get into it, that is a great thing that you just mentioned. Um, and I... I- should have added that uh, when I said earlier that you can just do whatever you want and just build a bridge that works. It's not just let me just add all the bolsters and supports to keep this thing up because like Waka said, it is a physics simulator. So if you have too much weight and too much support, you know, it will look structurally structurally sound, but it will just be too heavy for its own good and will just collapse under its own weight. So there is just common logic to be applied. So you can go crazy, but you can't go too crazy. It's within the realm of, I don't want to say reality because we're dealing with portals here, but you got you to gotta think a little bit, I guess. Where you're not allowed to place things and you have to set up jumps for your uh, forklifts and uh, avoid uh, turrets that are trying to kill you. Oh, I forgot about the turrets. Yeah, how could I forget the turrets? And then just like in the main game, like things will be trying to get you. So you'll have to send the blue light bridge through one portal, but you're not necessarily going to use that portal for your forklift, so you have to strategically place, where is this one going, and where am I going to come out in relation to that? 
So it's it, it's the typical bridge constructor with an added puzzle aspect that honestly this is this is my favorite one in the series. It was it was very much a good collaboration. It was very well done. Yeah, this is by far the longest one in the Absolutely. series. It has a completion estimate of 15 to 20 hours and there's a 5 to 6 hours uh, uh, DLC. I would say that's probably a safe estimate, even if you do need to use a guide for a couple levels, which I most certainly did towards the end. You could probably make it through probably half the game on your own, but you're still looking, even if you're just going to follow guides, it's going to be a little longer. I especially like this one, since it allowed me to really break the game, and you can could see how you're supposed to solve a level... <laughs> But you could also completely break it by building a crazy bridge with a loop and just going straight for the exit instead of uh, pushing all the buttons along the way. Yeah, there were a couple like that. I was trying to do it like, okay, how am I going to do this as intended? And I just couldn't figure it out. So, okay, let me look up the solution. And, oh, you can just cheese this one. Oh, why did I think of that? So there, there is a, a lot of opportunity um, for fun and creativity I, I can't speak highly enough about this one. I really adore this game. Yeah, this is the best one in the series. It's on Game Pass. So if you have the slightest interest in building bridges, uh, Bridge Constructor Portal is probably the way to go. Unless you want a slightly shorter experience, which brings us to the final game released, Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead. So how did this happen? <laughs> yeah, if you thought Bridge Constructor Portal came out of nowhere... Then there's this game, which came out of whatever is beyond nowhere. I don't know if these characters are from the comic books or TV series. I haven't seen that in many years. Yeah, I, I don't know either, to be honest. I'm pretty sure the main character is an engineer. He's uh, overly verbose <laughs> with anything he says. <laughs> and uh, it's kind kind of a funny... They're kind of funny cutscenes the tonal dissonance here is really weird the game is rather humorous but it's based on the walking dead and uh, yeah there are zombies trying to kill you and you build bridges and uh, the favorite part about this game is that you have to design your bridges so that they will collapse uh, when whoever is uh, chasing you tries to get across it yeah i from the i guess the puzzle aspect of this one for lack of a better term um, it definitely adds a neat twist, because the first couple levels, it's just, we're running from the zombies, we need to make it to safety. And then very quickly, it will add in, well, we don't need to make it to safety, we're safe, but you need to kill the zombies that are trying to get us. And okay, that's different, you know, we're intentionally building things to break. And then it adds what Waka just said, where you'll be in a car or whatever, and you have to drive across the bridge safely. But then the horde of zombies will go over the bridge, and it needs to collapse. So you need to build a bridge that can support the weight of a car but not 40 zombies. And it, it actually gets tricky, and it's it's pretty well done. Well, you, you can also build a jump so that the car jumps, <laughs> but the zombies just fall into a that chasm. That also works. Unfortunately, as they stack up, they there's often objectives that you need to kill them, uh, and if they land on top of each other, they're not going to die. The first a few will, but uh, they're just building a mattress for themselves down there. Yep. <laughs> And it, it adds in, like, you'll have explosive barrels, like, you have to walk to safety, but also activate, uh, like, a lever that will drop a barrel, and then you need to build a ramp for the barrel to roll down and blow up the horde of zombies, and I, 
I liked the puzzles, yeah. Many levels also require you to take uh, direct control of the characters who, uh, well, you, you have to direct them. They will keep running in one direction until they hit a hot spot and then you can uh, decide are they going to shoot the gun or are they going to jump? Are they going to take uh, climb the ladder or take right or left? It's a neat system. Unfortunately, it's a bit unwieldy using a controller. Uh, especially near the end where you have a few of the characters having uh, maybe 10-15 commands during a level. Yeah, I would agree with that. It was definitely an intuitive idea. It seems like a nice natural sort of progression of involvement for the series. But it, it was a little cumbersome because there were sometimes... Uh, well, let me back up a little bit. You have a couple characters. Some of them, uh, like Waka said, has a gun and can shoot zombies or, you know, like gates and then things will fall out another character uh has a like a screaming doll that you throw to attract zombies and a lot of the time you can see okay this is exactly what i need to do but then it won't work in execution so you have to tweak it ever so slightly and with a controller that does become difficult if i only need to go one little tick to the right well my controller just sent me five ticks to the right and two down this is by far the least played bridge constructor on TA. It only has 394 starters. Yeah, and that's surprising to me. Um, it did just come out last November. Compared to Bridge Constructor Portal, which is in Game Pass, but it has 26,000 starters. Yeah, I don't know. This, it, I was also surprised by the low number on this one. Um, it is uh, Series X or S enhanced. It, I mean, it doesn't, it's not going to blow you away with its graphics, but it looks great. I played it on Series X. It's nice and sharp and crisp and what you'd expect from a game. It's only 10 bucks, I, So, yeah, I figure more people would have jumped on it just for the upgrade alone, if nothing else. Yeah, it's also the shortest game in the series with a 5-6 to six hours completion time. It's probably going to take a bit longer if you try to figure out the game by yourself. I, yeah. Uh, it also has a few achievements that are for killing enemies... Well, mostly zombies. And that's not something that I tried to do when I played it the first time without looking at the achievement list. So I had to go back and replay a few levels. You can't kill the same enemies over and over again. You have to kill as many as you can in one level. And there's a cap of enemies and then move on to the next one. And everything is tracked so you can go back and see which levels you have gotten how many kills out of the maximum score. Right, They uh, when the game came out, actually, I don't know uh, if you played it right at launch, you could kill the same enemy 400 times and just, you know, kill 60 enemies and then restart the level and then kill 60 and restart the level until you got it. But that has since been patched out and you will need to kill 400 individual enemies in the game. But I think there's there's like 480 or 490. So you have a little bit of wiggle room and you'll get... You'll get most of them just playing naturally. You sort of get it as intended. Yeah, it was the final achievement I got, and it, it took me an hour or two to... Nope, I lied. <laughs> it just took me ten minutes <laughs> after I completed the final chapter. I, I seem to remembering playing through a few levels to get the final kills, but apparently it didn't take me very long. I think what I like most about this game... I actually, Do I actually like this feature? Or not? Yeah, see, I don't know if I like this feature or not, now that I'm going to say it. Um, I don't know. I like that it has some variety to it. 
just there's a nice mix of levels, but it, it's also frustrating just because you kind of, it's bridge constructor, just let me build bridges. And well, now I don't need to build bridges. Now I need to sort of build a, a death trap for zombies and I'm just going to walk right to safety. It's probably one of the easiest games in the series, but it's the most complicated since you have so many moving parts to take into consideration. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It is easy, but complex, I guess would be the the... the best summary of of the game and to go back you said it has a five six hour completion on ta uh there is a walkthrough posted that probably takes five six hours um more on that in a minute i did this one completely guideless until there was one level in the fourth chapter and then two levels in the fifth chapter and my playtime is eight hours and eight minutes so even going in completely you know don't use a guide it's really not that long of a game at all but five, six hours is, is spot on using a guide because that's what I did for the Japanese stack. It was like, you know what? I already did this once. Let me let me just zip through it. The concession there is that sometimes it's more cumbersome to follow the guide because it's an easy level and you can just see what you need to do. So you just build it on your own. It's much quicker than going pixel by pixel looking at a picture trying to match it. Yeah, it's a lot more fun as well. Yeah, not even to count. It's yeah, much more engaging to actually play the game. The first two games are only available on Xbox with achievements, but uh, Bridge Constructor Portal and Bridge Constructor The Walking Dead can be played on PC. Unfortunately, they are not play anywhere, so you have to decide where to pick them up. That is correct, yeah. You're... They share the same achievement they list. They share list, but not progress. Um, for Bridge Constructor Walking Dead, though I did not try it myself, um, it does have keyboard and mouse support on Xbox, if that appeals to you. Which is probably the way to go when building the bridges, at least. But it works fine with the controller. It's just a bit cumbersome Yeah, times. it's absolutely doable. It'll be a little frustrating. And, ah, but it's nothing that's going to drive you crazy. We're talking an extra maybe 30 seconds of time using the controller, you know, compared to using a mouse. The Walking Dead also has almost 2,000 TA which is surprisingly high considering how easy the game is. Yeah, that one surprised me as well, that not counting Portal, which has Game Pass inflation, that this one is higher than the original, which I would consider far harder, and it's much longer of a game. Yeah, the Japanese stack has 1,400 TA, but uh, half the starters have completed that one. I was just going to say, yeah, 16 people, myself being one of them, started the game and 8 completed it. No surprise there. That's usually what you get with the regional stacks. And I do see now that the, the price option is missing, actually. So that is no longer available to buy with your local currency. We, we said that at the beginning. But yeah, that option has been removed. Interesting. Yeah, I intended to pick it up after I completed the first one. But uh, the, that option had already been removed, which is sad. I'd, I'd like to get this, but I don't want to bother with VPNs and stuff. I will offer, I guess, just a, a last word of warning. That will probably not apply to anybody. Um, but on the Japanese stack, I played through the entire game and my chapter five achievements did not unlock. The game does have achievement tracking in both the regular stack and the Japanese stack. Um, so there's eight levels per chapter and your trackers will go up, um, you know, 12 and a half percent at a time. And mine were going up every level. I would watch it tick up, tick up, tick up. And then chapter five was complete and it reset back to zero both complete chapter five and do it with good resource management. It reset back to zero. So I tried completing the levels again. It didn't work. I had to completely restart the game, delete my save data from the cloud and play through the entire game a second time. And then chapter five unlocked. I was livid. And if you know the name Siegfried X was also playing along 
and I think he was gunning to beat me once he saw that I stalled. I ended up beating the stack, I think, 13 minutes before him because I had to play through it a second time. So I'm top of the leaderboard by 13 minutes. How long did it take you to get through it the second time? Shouldn't be too long. No, it wasn't too bad. Um, my total playtime on the stack is 10 hours, 33 minutes for two full playthroughs, one and a half of them using a guide and then half of them just going on my own intuition. Definitely on the shorter end. If, if you want to dabble in the Bridge Constructor universe, it's a, a safe way to go. Yeah, it's also the most complicated, even though it is easy. That wraps it up. We didn't talk too much about our death traps that we built, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's for some other time. I think, I think that's uh, part of the experience. If you're going to play Bridge Constructor, they might as well call it Death Trap Constructor, because that's what it boils down to. That's half the fun. Yeah, they really want you to build sturdy bridges, but... Uh, I, I really like it when they fall apart at just the right time before reaching the goal. Oh, yeah. And uh, in Walking Dead in particular, some of the objectives are just have your truck get across the finish line. That's it. Your car can be on fire and missing the wheels and upside down. But man, it made it across the finish line. So you are golden. Yep. Uh, I basically j made a jump <laughs> over the entire level. Yep, explosions and crash and burn, and everyone inside that car would be very, very dead. But objective complete, you build a great bridge. Well done. Thanks for joining me, X. Yeah, thanks for having me. I am always up to talk about some bridge constructor and or death trap constructor. Have a nice day, everyone. See ya.